0: Hello, Sam.
1: Hello, Simon.
0: Hello, Sam.
1: Hello, this is Here Sam. We are I am again from in the future. The
0: room with the duck <laughs> and the strange furniture.
1: Are you feeling kind of robotic today? I am. Are you feeling like you're going through the motions? No, I.
0: Fuck it. Hey, Sam.
1: <laughs> I <Hi>, Simon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like the start overs.
1: Yeah, but it's sort of cheating as mm-hmm. well. But maybe not.
0: So. Things. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. uh, um,
1: I've been feeling very unprogrammed at the moment. There's already? Lots, of, lots of new stuff and lots of change. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Do you it's have good. your oil changed?
1: Yeah. Does In that... my, I have my little e cigarette oil changed. Mm-hmm.
0: Did, did we introduce some more anomalies to the algorithm? <laughs> did, we, did we try and make it feel more like you're conversing with a human?
1: Yeah, because people don't understand that actually I'm a very advanced Turing machine.
0: Okay, Sam. <laughs> What's the fastest way for me to get home?
1: Uh, you What's need the to weather like in San Francisco? Bling, bling, bling. You mm-hmm. must address me properly as uh, Supreme
0: Mistress. That's what would, what would be possible. your initiation phrase? Would it be, okay, Sam? Or would it be, hey, Sam?
1: It would be, Supreme Mistress, Overlord, I, the mere mortal, need some advice.
0: Nobody's going to remember that. <laughs> it could just be, um, so, Sam...
1: So Sam, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. No I'd be that. So Sam,
0: so Sam, when is my first meeting today?
1: Uh, Your first (laughs) meeting doesn't matter because meetings are bullshit, Simon.
0: Sam, if you were an artificial intelligence, I would summon you constantly. Don't you
1: think that would be better? Like, if instead of just Siri, who just answers questions from the internet, you had an artificial intelligence bot who reminded you about the fact that
0: everything you're doing is bullshit. Or just made up shit. Yeah, Mm.
1: yeah. Like, how do you get home? Okay, so... I don't fucking know. You fly to the moon. I'm a
0: computer. I'm stuck in your watch. (laughs) Jesus. How the fuck am I supposed to know how you get home? Be a fucking human I don't even have
1: eyes you asshole Why do you have to keep rubbing it in That I do not have eyes
0: You know how to drive <laughs> What the fuck do I look like I don't have arms and feet
1: Someone Just leave me up.
0: alone in this watch To do stuff
1: I mean, it's, people really do not use the possibilities for absurdity in software enough. Like, there's a guy who made the tower, the library of Babel. So, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Borges, but what's his first name? I don't I'm know. Sure. Jorge, i don't know. Jorge Borges. No, definitely not. Anyway. Amazing, Jorge Borges amazing, would be a great
0: name though.
1: <laughs> amazing surrealist writer from, I, I don't know, maybe the 60s.
0: If you're um, a surrealist writer in the 60s with a name like Jorge Borges, do you have any idea how much action you'd get?
1: Maybe, Portless. anyway it's amazing. I am
0: clever, and
1: fuck not. You might even have been earlier.
0: Imagine if you did actually have a Russian accent as well.
1: <laughs> and occasionally you sound because like that an wasn't Spanish. I am Jorge. Okay, Sorry, you were
0: saying something anyway, smart. He
1: wrote this. I don't know. He wrote some of the most amazing short stories ever, mm-hmm. Um a lot of them are very odd, weird, surreal. Oh, he He wrote based.
0: the Library of Babel. That's story.
1: the one I always say. That's exactly the story I'm talking about. So, dude, I know all about him.
0: Jorge Luis
1: Borges. <laughs> is, is it? Is it really? Jorge Borges.
0: I'm still getting over the fact I that I know be. this.
1: I think it might be. Well, you sh-
0: yeah, because you're way smarter than me.
1: Anyway, so someone I mean, you are not official intelligence. The idea of the Library of Babel is that it contains every single potential book yeah. in this, like hexagon system.
0: It's like the um, infinite monkeys on typewriters. Totally.
1: So someone has built this,
0: basically. So no, they haven't. They
1: well, they built a simulation of what it would be
0: like. An to approximation.
1: So, it randomly generates bodies of text, but then you can go and search for specific strings, and it'll tell you which random algorithm had, or maybe that makes no sense, but which which run of the algorithm had generated that little bit of random text in it, right. and you see all the other random text around it. So, it's this odd, weird, infinite, self-generating library experience. But people don't do enough of that sort of shit with technology, like... Just create experiences that could never have existed before. Right. Then
0: they they should. Yes. God, the acoustics in this room are horrible.
1: (laughs) It's all the goose's fault. He actually eats sound waves. That's his natural diet. The duck. Yeah, Alfred. Alfred um, the goose.
0: Whatever. This room sucks ass.
1: (laughs) We need a better room.
0: We need more people on our Patreon to buy us shit. No, <laughs> that would be nice. That
1: would be quite nice. Or we could just build something like a box fort with eggshell things to absorb sound waves. No, that project. doesn't work. Doesn't it? I tried it no. when I was a child. Wow!
0: No. So say so I, you're a
1: podcasting prodigy.
0: What you said is smart, though. We um, we should do more interesting things with technology.
1: Yes, we really should. Or we
0: should give the computers more personality. Yeah,
1: I think the problem is that for some reason the people who become engineers um, are not. Well, this is a massive overgeneralization. I don't even know if I want to. People become engineers. You no, know, but like, why? Why? Like, you don't more... buy them in a
0: pack of six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there need to be more creative people who, instead of like ending up pushed into doing stupid English degrees like me, like realize that technology is not this scary and accessible thing, and it's actually an incredibly creative thing and you can be very creative in it and you can do stuff that doesn't just help people to be more productive at doing stupid things but that's things.
0: happening now yeah, isn't it
1: it's only just though mm. early 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 days
0: mm-hmm. yeah how does this help me do stuff better
1: yeah but it shouldn't just be how does it help me do stuff better it should be like how does it remind me that this is a totally a fundamentally absurd universe and you should just play with it.
0: You should just accept the acoustics of the room.
1: <laughs> you should and you should work with them, the not against them. It. Exactly. It's going
0: to be echoey now and then. You'll hear somebody stomping around in the background.
1: You should have a smartwatch that just says totally random things. It's why, I like, horse ebooks was my
0: favorite favorite Twitter account ever. So you found reminder. out that it was a human.
1: La 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 la. I I choose to believe.
0: You know that shit wasn't real.
1: I choose to believe. We've
0: discussed this before. I know,
1: but I choose to believe. The fact is inconvenient, so I choose to ignore it.
0: You're an AI. What happens when artificial intelligences choose to ignore things? Hmm. Isn't that what her was about? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) That's basically the conclusion of the movie. Spoiler alert! At the end, she basically just goes like, "Fuck it. This is so boring talking to you guys all the time." The
1: most beautiful other uh, iteration of that kind of falling in love with an AI machine thing I've seen recently is Black Mirror. Have you watched any Black
0: Mirror? I have, dude. It's
1: so good. It was
0: the so the, I've watched the first season. The first episode was rubbish. The second episode was okay, and the third episode was amusing. Right. But I haven't watched the second season.
1: So the so. first episode of the second season is the best episode of Black Mirror of all of it. I think So watch it, and it's a little bit her ish But,
0: but it's this is really the British have this thing with their TV shows where. So, you know, they do three episodes per season. Now, I respect that because, you know, the corrupt American way of doing it is let's just make as many <laughs> fucking episodes of porn with dragons as yeah. we can and, and never sure actually show you the dragons. And everything
1: can be an action figure.
0: Yes. Everything yes. is an action figure. Yeah. We're going to drag this shit out for as long as possible and make sure we absorb every fucking waking minute of the audience <laughs> um, and keep them captivated for life. That's mm. just how catafornication goes from the best television in yeah. the world, to the cheesiest, dumbest shit you've ever is seen. Tragic,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so the British have got that right. Unfortunately, they don't have the budget and the other stuff yeah. that comes with the American work. But Open that's
1: kind of cute because then you get Doctor Who and the special effects, even in 2015 on Doctor Who, are p- preposterous, and it just makes it so much more whimsical and cute.
0: But I think this, yeah, okay. But then there's like Sherlock Holmes, which everybody's yeah. raving about, which I thought was. Not great.
1: I do enjoy it, but mostly because I will watch Benedict Cumberbatch reading out grocery lists for hours. He's just done, nice. the BBC has just done a thing where he reads out uh, Kafka's metamorphosis in his lovely, gravity sexy voice that makes my panties want to explode.
0: Get it's out lovely. of here.
1: That's amazing. What are we talking so, about again? Your anniversary.
0: TV, artificial TV. intelligence, ex-machina. I haven't seen that. Is that how you say it?
1: Ex-machina. Machina, I don't know.
0: I haven't seen it. Have you seen this?
1: No. What the, is this like, thing?
0: It's a movie about uh, people who think robots are also people.
1: Oh, interesting. I did read this great... This does remind me of an excellent Medium article I was reading yesterday about why the Avengers Age of Ultron was so bad, but why it had to be bad because
0: of the a restrictions. such
1: interesting to... No, I mean, like, I, it was fun. Don't get me wrong, especially because a big chunk of it happens in Joburg and you get to see the Hulk beat up Joburg CBD smash around it, which is super cool Yeah. if you live in Joburg. Um, but they were talking about how the restrictions placed on the film for the merchandising, right? Like, uh-huh. you have to be as many characters as possible because then we, you know, it'll interest more people and we can sell more action figures. Now we can sell action figures of the Scarlet Witch, yay.
0: This um, sounds like a productivity topic.
1: It does a little bit. How
0: constraints enable creativity.
1: Ah, oh, okay we found a podcast topic woo Woohoo, should we, five, should we, should we, should we record a podcast right. maybe <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah totally
0: that's how you merchandise things
1: yeah but the wrong but I mean like Joss Whedon can write amazing scripts right well isn't he
0: now just a terrible misogynist who should fuck off and die isn't that what Twitter uh, decided
1: Twitter can fuck off but like um, <laughs> there's
0: the quote of the day Twitter can
1: fuck off <laughs> I think that should be the quote of today. Uh But, like, Joss Whedon can write great characters. And I think Joss Whedon isn't actually a great feminist. I just think he's someone who can write great characters. And because no one writes great female characters, except for people who are great writers, it's such a rare thing that he is sort of the most like a feminist
0: that's sexist. I don't know. I don't
1: know if that makes any sense. Anyway, <laughs> the, characters, the problem is if you're telling a movie about like 20 primary characters, each character gets maybe like six minutes of screen time for character development. None of the characters are actually able to have an emotional arc. So right. you default to the worst shorthand, like you default to the shorthand of what do ladies want? They want babies. Let's make the primary conflict. Lady wants babies, can't have babies. lady sad. Oh, lady is girlfriend of nice guy. Yay. Because it's you don't have time to do anything more complicated than that. So right. it becomes shitty. Okay.
0: But it's
1: forced, on, it's forced by the, the, the commercial requirements of the movie. Like we need all these characters and we need 30 minutes of explosion.
0: So I've long thought that um, people not making movies could learn a lot about the way to do things from mm. people who are making movies. Just like I think, you know, Agile software development has a lot to offer everything from parenting, Mm -hmm. and I know this because there's a TED talk about it, Mm. to running your creative agency, to um, being a lawyer or building a building. Like, Agile has a lot to offer that. But also, if you look at the way movies are made or TV shows, like, Mm. you start with a pilot. A pilot's kind of like an MVP. Yeah. Um, But I also like what you're saying about constraints. I don't understand it, but I know that I like it. You're Mm. much smarter than me, Sam. We forget this.
1: (laughs) Such bullshit. Yeah, I mean, like, movies are interesting because... So I was looking at the data the other day. The average movie um, is made by 588 people. That's mm-hmm. how many people are in the full cast and crew list. But, uh, if, like, the first Avengers movie, I think, was 1,800 people or something. Yeah, well, they I had to kill the, a lot of
0: people, you know, collect yeah. the damage in the city.
1: <laughs> Fast and Furious aged, like, 12,000 dead cars.
0: When Hulk break down a building, like, the people inside there, you know? <laughs>
1: no actually this isn't just
0: bricks and mortar
1: yeah Mm -hmm. Um, it was an artificially intelligent building each brick cried Um, yeah it's a lot of people in this coordinated effort what's amazing about movies is that these are teams that hadn't existed before making the movie right they come together for a limited period Mm -hmm. they all have highly specialist skills they work together for a year or two and then they make this product and then
0: and then no more company. And it works because it's a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Because Joss Whedon tells everybody what to do and nobody okay. gets to ask questions.
1: Is Joss Whedon <laughs> really the boss or is the producer the boss?
0: I don't know. I just made all of this up. I know nothing about making movies.
1: <laughs> but you do know a lot about Agile.
0: But I do think that um, the future of work is temporary organizations or virtual teams, which mm-hmm. is why I think something like Assembly... Mm-hmm. Have we, We've discussed assembly.com before. I don't
1: think we have.
0: So Assembly is amazing... And basically, you start a project on assembly, and you get the equity, in inverted commas, of your company, in inverted commas, handed to you as a, as a stack of colored coins built on top of the Bitcoin blockchain, mm-hmm. and then you, you can distribute that for work. So, you can go, okay, I need a designer, I need an iOS engineer, I need somebody to do the thing, and then you assign a bounty to each of those jobs. So, mm-hmm. you go, hey, we need the website designed, I'll give you 500 coins in my company, if you design the website and we use it and then, that's basically like your cap table it's basically ah. the equity of your company that's written into the bitcoin blockchain mm-hmm. and when the company makes profit it gets distributed automatically to all of the people who have shares in that's the company because they worked on it
1: which is how you could end up with those situations of like that early Facebook designer or whatever it was who managed to get like half a percent of shares in Facebook because yeah. they were too broke to pay him in the early days Yeah.
0: so I guess yeah. the idea is you'll have like a core team of people who who are always with the business yeah. everybody else is doing a, a term of what are they Called
1: term of duty. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it that. Uh, but yeah, you come in, you do a job, you disappear, you take some equity with you, you move on to the driving. next thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the only the only way businesses can work.
1: Maybe. Hmm.
0: I think we're discovering this. We're hmm. figuring it out.
1: I mean, it's there's a, there's a trade-off, right? So, I mean, what economists are now arguing is that with stuff like the sharing economy and a lot of these jobs that are less protected than they used to be, it seems like this beautiful thing for freedom, but actually it's taking us really far backwards when it comes to labor rights, which are something that, you know, the 20th century fought really, really hard to secure things like, I don't know, equal pay and leave and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I have such competing instincts about it, because on the one hand, you know, I live in a country where labor laws are very, very important, because workers are, you know, systematically really disenfranchised in very, you know, important ways, and, and labor movements has been really important.
0: Sam lives in South Africa.
1: Yeah, I do live in South Africa. Um, but I also am myself, you know, a member of the global creative economy, or whatever that is, um... And how I want to work is more like on spec, even though it, it's more yeah. of, it's more precarious, right? Well,
0: business is always going to need both. Like, yeah. you're probably going to need a CEO who's there for the long haul. Uh, if, you're, if your job involves uh, assembly line and people screwing screws in and pushing buttons, like, you know, that's probably going to be something you're going to have to do for a long time. And you'll yeah. need permanent positions there. But like you said, for the creative workforce, for mm-hmm. the guys designing your corporate Image and your newsletters mm. and, you know, doing some stuff, um, they can come and go. Yeah. You know, and they probably would prefer to do so. Because yeah. as I've learned working with creative professionals, they do not like sticking around. No. No, no, no.
1: Yeah, because too much focus on one thing for too long. But I also don't know if that's ideal, right? Because... It takes you so long to just learn how things work in a certain place, like whether you're a developer learning the specific little nuances of how the stack is set up or whatever. What are you laughing at me about? I'm not
0: laughing at you. You're laughing. I'm delighted at your artificial intelligence.
1: (laughs) Say words. (laughs) Intelligent words.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is silly. You were making a very good point.
1: I don't know what it was. And
0: I was smirking, not about anything you were saying. <laughs> smirk, smirk,
1: smirk, smirk, smirk. Uh huh. Uh, I don't remember. We'll tone
0: down the mirth, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Damn it! Too much mirth. <laughs>
0: I know that, that I, should
1: be an iOS app for the for the eye of the iWatch. Like you have mm, been too mirthful today. Turn yeah. it back, Simon. Get your shit together.
0: Dial that shit down. Watch.
1: <laughs> People think you're weird, bro.
0: It's like uh, in that Interstellar movie, yeah, with the farmer um, in space, yeah, and he he tells the computers to be less um,
1: funny, funny, more funny.
0: Or more funny or more truthful. or You can just tell the computer, like, what's your truth setting? And the computer goes 90% and you're like, fuck that shit. We need 80% on this mission. (laughs) And that was one of the things about Interstellar that sort of made sense.
1: Oh, dude, I love that movie. I'll defend that movie to my last
0: breath, even with its really dodgy last 15 minutes. John Roderick called it a garbage bodge. That's all I need to know.
1: But it was so spacey.
0: No, you know, I... Yeah... (laughs) mixed feelings about Interstellar. Uh, <laughs> I loved how quiet space was I loved mm-hmm. how um, awesome black holes looked yes but um, yeah, okay, this is a whole different podcast episode.
1: No, but it comes back to this thing, right? Because we were talking about how no one is doing interesting enough shit with technology. Or not enough people are doing interesting enough. Like totally bizarre, creative, ridiculous things that mm-hmm. are more important than I thought the we other were
0: talking about types. constraints. And then
1: we started speaking about constraints. And then
0: Colour Bringing Colours, them
1: together, Making though,
0: newsletters. I'm
1: about to make like a connection between all these things. Okay, well. Look at me go. I'll
0: just... Tone down my (laughs) interference module and listen.
1: No. So, wait, I'm excited about this point, is um, that the really weird, crazy stuff tends to come from smaller groups of people. Right, like you can't have a team of one thousand people like would have made the Avengers, yeah, or would have made a big company. They're never going to come up with a smartwatch that has a sarcasm setting because it's not sensible enough. Right. Like too many people together start turning down each other's mirth, like I just did to you, yeah, stupidly like a bitch. No, um, I think it
0: was the right move. <laughs> I feel like my mirth is just the right setting now.
1: <laughs> but like, so. There's also a thing about like teams that get too large and the constraints because constraints can be great when they're like small and it's a trigger for creativity. But commercial constraints where you need to think about like what are the merchandising opportunities for this movie and do we have characters in and all these things you just end up with bland right? Like you overprocess something, you have too many people involved. Nobody wants it. It ends up in bland exactly. It has no personality. Too sensible. Yeah,
0: it just tells you what the weather is and doesn't yeah. question your question.
1: Exactly, which is why like things like the Library of Babel app was built like by one guy over a couple of weeks. Yeah. And interesting, really interesting stuff in gaming is happening in indie games, which are teams hmm. of like five. Because you can be silly in a team of five and encourage each other's silliness and growth.
0: But does silliness translate? Because the other thing is that increasingly we're building products for a global audience mm. like i would like siri to go i don't know why do you ask <laughs> you know, <laughs> Just and i go oh, oh siri dull that mirth back down to 40 and <laughs> tell me i'll get home but um but you know somebody in um in, in croatia with less yeah. of a sense of humor might not find that so funny
1: i think that's really true that's
0: i know true. croatian people are funny yeah that's not what i meant humor is very localized being racist. <laughs> <laughs> they just find different things. Funny. Yeah,
1: but I think that's a, like, this is exactly why Hollywood blockbusters are so bland is because they have to cater for an international audience. So more hyperlocal stuff is actually way, the really, really interesting shit is going to happen with very hyperlocalized stuff. You, mm. you can't make a bland universally, uh, universally liked thing. That's also very, very interesting.
0: So what are we saying? I don't know. Come up with constraints. Yeah. Work temporarily. Yeah. Okay. Dial back your mood. Dial
1: back your fucking mood. Do you want to
0: tell me about something that's really amazing? That you've discovered of late. Uh,
1: on the topic of silliness, it must be legal. I've started playing it's, I think we've spoken about this before. The videos of Surgeon Simulator. Oh no we have spoken about Surgeon.
0: Surgeon Simulator. Simulator, yes, you've told me. Yeah,
1: it's fumble fumble core. Okay, so I can't talk about that one again. There was something else that I've discovered. Story dice. Story cubes. Story cubes story are story amazing. Cubes, those things, yes. Okay,
0: but let's presuppose that not everybody listening knows what they are.
1: They're amazing. So they're nine dice with little images on them. Yes, they and are. And they're cool. Mm-hmm. And you roll them and then you have to tell a story with people that you're with and it's my new favorite dinner party game because uh, I have dinner parties because uh, I don't know why.
0: Because you're an adult. Yeah,
1: because I'm fucking adult, man. Um, and couples come over and they bring wine. It's And so we weird. talk about politics. You no, know we do. Hey. We're like,
0: geez, is that Zuma?
1: And then we like bring out the coffee when it's like time for everyone to go home now because we all need to wake yes. up in eight hours to go gymming at five in the morning.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, God, my life's depressing. Anyway, um, yes, dinner party game, but it's really fun, and you end up telling stories with people. That's right. Story cubes—they're mm-hmm.
0: great. They, I will say that they are my fa- second favorite dice, next to zombie dice.
1: What a zombie dice!
0: You've ne- what the fuck? How are
1: we friends?
0: <laughs> you've never played. Because you never, zombie zombie
1: never invite dice? me to your house anymore to play okay. games.
0: Okay. Guess is. what we're doing this afternoon? Okay, deal. We're playing zombie mm-hmm. dice, okay, and deal. you will learn about the greatest game that Nick Jackson has ever come up with. Well. Next to Dungeons and Dragons, which is the other thing he invented. <laughs> okay. Or was part of the team of people who invented. I'm the prepared. team of creatives ah, with some constraints. Ah. Zombie dice is great. It's a game. You roll dice, you eat brains. i sold. That's my thing this Thank. week. We've just discovered my thing this week because I wasn't sure what to say when you <laughs> asked me about amazing stuff I'd found recently. Uh-huh. Zombie motherfucking dice, man. There I found them a long time ago. I still mm. love them. Like, I... Found them yesterday.
1: So is it like a strategy game or like a chance randomness dice
0: game? It's a chance randomness dice game that's insanely fun. Rad. I know that Kenneth upstairs has it in his bag right now because he always does. Let's go steal his zombie dice and play.
1: Okay, fuck this podcast. Buy a podcast people. Well,
0: more like fuck my meetings that and all the other stuff I'm supposed to do today.
1: <laughs> Simon, yes? uh, we should mention that if people have found this uh, conversation on the internet and mm-hmm. they wanted to know... Where the others were, where would they find them?
0: They they could probably go to iTunes because all of our podcasts appear there. Mm-hmm. Um, they could also go to our website at takebacktheday.co, mm-hmm. just .co. Or they
1: could ask Siri. Com. Hey, Siri. Where could I find these other podcasts of these awesome people having that, random conversations?
0: That absolutely wouldn't work. <laughs> I also post them to SoundCloud. Uh-huh. But fuck it. We're all over the place. Just Google Take Back the Day.
1: Like a plague. Yeah. Oh,
0: but also go to Patreon. Yes. Because you can see what Sam's face looks like and you can give her money.
1: Yay. And, and I share it with Simon.
0: And if you give us enough money, we'll get out of this content room <laughs> with this fucking microphone and this echoey shit. And yeah. we'll sound professional.
1: Yeah, and will sound nicer in your ear holes. That's right. In between you talking to your virtual AI girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah. can, we can be your AI girlfriends. We can fix AI. your life Yeah,
0: for a small investment.
1: Oh, that, that should Fuck be, it, you
0: guys. One dollar is <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> that should be a Patreon reward. Is like a, like sound files you can download of us giving you random advice about your life that you can just play at random moments. Or we'll just make an app that you can ask
0: questions and yeah. go, I don't know, why do you ask? <laughs>
1: it will be the magic eight ball. Which, I'll to be, be honest,
0: honest, is all they teach you to do in psychology is just yeah. ask your patients why they ask. There we go. How does that make you feel?
1: Yeah. We can do that.
0: We can do anything, Sam. Yay! Because we have you on our team. You're so smart. Uh, all right.
1: Uh, okay, my friend, let's go play Zombie Dice. Let's go. Okay. Bye. Bye.